WFKE News Time is 12 midnight. This is Spectator News on the Airstrip One Radio Network. Information for post truth America. You give us 10 and a half minutes, we'll confirm your position. I'm Mike Reynolds. Page one. White House disarray continues as Press Secretary Sean Spicer is left for an extended period, citing health reasons that are widely presumed to be stress related. The strain on the secretary had become obvious to members of the White House press corps who have reported odd behavior by Spicer, such as spending entire news conferences calling on reporters from non-existent news organizations, such as the Tomato Times, Dr. Plumbottom's Maleficarum, and Newsmax. As the official spokesman for President Donald Trump, Spicer has often been put in the unenviable position of retroactively making the president's numerous false statements true. Sources say that the final straw for Spicer came when, in a 4 a.m. tweet, Trump made up an entire country. The tweet read, quote, Why isn't fake news media covering refugee problems in Umbragonia? Sick. End quote. Those close to Spicer said the tweet left the press secretary in a panic as he was unable to find a way to make the non-existent country real. He even called NASA to ask if he could use their time machine so he could travel back and create an Umbragonia, the space agency had to explain to Spicer that time travel is impossible. NASA's rebuff led to another series of Trump tweets, quote, NASA can't make a simple time machine, waste of tax dollars, sad, end quote, which was followed by, quote, call that crippled English guy with the funny voice, people say he's smart, end quote. While Spicer is on leave, his duties will pass to Fox News token mook Sean Hannity, who has defended the president's tweet by claiming to have vacationed in Umbergonia several times. Hannity even went so far as to say that Umbergonia, quote, has the world's largest sugar mines, end quote. A recent study on American smoking habits has conservatives accusing liberals of hypocrisy. Smoky Times, a magazine that bills itself as covering all things smokable, published the results of a year-long study that breaks down which cigarette brands Americans are smoking. The study showed that the preferred brand for liberals is Big Ol' Engine Cigarettes, a name that flies in the face of liberal accusations that conservatives are racist. Liberal smokers of Big Ol' Engine Cigarettes are unapologetic, however. Said liberal college student Kyle Tolley, quote, The name is obviously a retro-satirical reference to the advertising messages our parents and grandparents were raised with, end quote. Liberal smokers of Big Ol' Engine also point to the company's claim that its tobacco is pure. Tolley and other liberals believe that they are partaking in the same tobacco used by America's native peoples. Smoky Times editor Tad Waller said that while he thinks Big Ol' Engines are far from the best cigarettes, they are, quote, certainly the most racially insensitive, end quote. The Big Ol' Engine company's website boasts, quote, we have heap good smokums, good for both braves and squaws, end quote. Every variety of Big Ol' Engines comes in a different color, with the company encouraging customers to choose their war paint. In response to the article, Edward White Bear, a member of the Native American Congress, said, and we apologize in advance for the coarse language, quote, white people suck, end quote. This just in. In response to Sean Spicer's leave of absence, the White House has created a new department to oversee efforts in turning President Donald Trump's falsehoods into facts. 
The new Department of Retroactive Truth, or DRT, will coordinate efforts among other administration departments to stay on message, even if that message doesn't align with reality. The DRT's mission guidelines state that, quote, it is our duty to uphold whatever truth the president creates, end quote. The department's first list of talking points concern the fallout from a Trump tweet that falsely referred to a made-up country, Umbergonia. WFKE has obtained the DRT's list of talking points, which include, Where do you think we get our sugar from? I'm sure millions of Umbergonian children will love to hear that they're not real. If Umbergonia isn't real, then where did the word umber come from? And I didn't hear the liberals complain when Hillary Clinton made up Namibia. Page 2. Texas Attorney General and human indictment Ken Paxton has sent a letter to public educators across his state asking schools to justify study halls and libraries. Paxton said schools should be wary of such places and consider shutting them down because students could be, quote, having Muslim thoughts or reading words written in Muslim, end quote. The Attorney General made national headlines last year for defending a Killeen ISD employee's right to place a Christian-themed poster in a public school doorway. When asked how he could justify a push against other religions in school, Paxton said, quote, because, end quote. The AG said he isn't singling out Muslims as he is concerned about students taking part in any dangerous religious practice, such as studying the teachings of Buddha, whom Paxton calls Chinese Satan. Buddha was from India. The letter from Paxton's office has left many school officials confused. Linda Mercer, superintendent for the Blind Cowlick Jones School District in East Texas, was frustrated by the letter, saying, quote, How are we supposed to know what kids are thinking? End quote. The Texas Attorney General said he can understand how challenging it can be policing the thoughts of others. To help, Paxton urged school officials to purchase new computer software to assist with the task. Said Paxton, quote, this software is made by people I have never, ever, ever met and will help any teacher locate potential heretics, end quote. Paxton has repeatedly sued the federal government for government overreach. He has no sense of irony and is a terrible person. You're listening to the Airstrip One Radio Network on AM 675 WFKE. Mathematicians are scratching their heads as the NBA's Brooklyn Nets are on track to actually lose more games than they will play this season. With about a dozen games left on the regular schedule, the Nets are likely to finish with an 0-95 record on an 82-game season. Cornell mathematics professor Deke Parsley told WFKE, quote, We can't wrap our minds around it. It breaks all the laws of math, end quote. Parsley explained that the Nets' record is analogous to driving a car slower than zero miles per hour. Some members of the mathematics community are worried what will happen after the season is over. JPL researcher Karen Starch told us, quote, We don't know what the result will be. Will numbers no longer have meaning? Will the universe cease to exist? Will ancient gods return as harbingers of our destruction? We just don't know, end quote. Most sports experts say the main problem is that the Nets are, in point of fact, bad at basketball. While most teams rely on drafting the best players out of college, the Nets find most of their athletic personnel on Craigslist. Another hindrance is that just one of the team's members, Benny Stringy Bean Callahan, is taller than six feet, and that's only when he's wearing the special orthopedic shoes which accommodate his misshapen feet. 
The rest of the team's starting roster is made up of an Amazonian pygmy, a guy with an eye patch, a nine-year-old girl, and a raccoon. WFKE meteorologist Nick Weatherman tells us that no matter where you live, tomorrow's weather will be cataclysmic as an angry God descends from heaven to wreak his terrible vengeance on the world. Keeping his word, God will enrapture evangelical and fundamentalist Christians, allowing those remaining a chance to build that utopian society we have wanted for so very, very long. Page 3. Congressional Democrats are seeking the removal of presidential advisor Sebastian Gorka for his role in the destruction of Tokyo. Gorka is accused of laying waste to the city several years ago when he was a giant monster known simply as the Gorka. Much of Japan's capital city was destroyed by the Gorka before he was defeated by a mutated lizard. As President Donald Trump's deputy assistant and a member of the National Security Advisory Staff, Gorka is the president's closest advisor on national security issues. Gorka's position has already stirred international unrest. During Prime Minister Shinzo Abe's recent visit to the White House, the visibly shaken Japanese leader can only point to Trump's advisor and yell, quote, Gorka, end quote. Since returning to his nation, the Prime Minister has placed the Japanese army on high alert and is calling for the return of the mutated lizard through song. The country has also called on the services of millions of teenage girls who, as is well known, can fight with katanas and shoot lasers from their hands. Gorka refused to apologize for the destruction of Tokyo and blamed the incident on youthful indiscretion. Although he hails from London, Gorka was born a Hungarian Nazi who served for a time in the Hungarian government. Previously the international affairs editor for Breitbart News, Gorka was recommended for his White House post by former boss Steve Bannon. Currently serving as Trump's special assistant, Bannon is the former executive editor at Breitbart. Bannon is notorious for his far-right views and facial odor. This has been Spectator News on AM 675 WFKE. Spectator News is written by the TX Citizens' Tony Rainey Bell and produced by me, Mike Reynolds. Stay informed by subscribing to the newscast on SoundCloud and the iTunes Podcast Store. And until next time, remember to stand your ground, because as an American, you've not only the right to your own opinion, but to your own facts as well. It's only radio. It's so simple.